The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Clutching the baseball-shaped pearls. Welcome in the beginning of a brand new edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, chilling in the audio world as we are washed overboard, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and refreshingly powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the experience, the learning experience. Hope all is well with you. We're back at it for the full red-eye flight all night long through the overnight skies. Keep your seatbelt fastened. We may have turbulence uh, later on. But our lead this hour, coming from baseball, the fallout has been rapid, and it continues from the elbow injury. Heard round the hardball world. Snap, crackle, and pop goes the star. Shohei Otani. Done as a pitcher. Not done playing. He's going to still hit, but he's done as a pitcher for this season. UCL injury. We talked about that in a previous episode of the show. The very strong possibility that Tommy John is lurking. 
like the Grim Reaper. Uh, Tommy John is lurking there off in the shadows on the horizon. So the reaction, though, is the story. It's fascinating, not surprising, but fascinating. And if you haven't been following along, uh, maybe maybe you had other things going on like a life and you didn't pay attention. But the dramatic, dramatic message, uh, this is devastating, deflating, buzzkill, terrible day for baseball, worst day possible for Major League Baseball. Uh, we can go on and on. But the general consensus of the Major League Baseball establishment media is that Shohei Otani's elbow injury is a sink-your-battleship situation in baseball, and people very upset, angry, people blaming the Angels. (laughs) I don't know how it's the Angels' fault that Otani's body collapsed, but people are. So let us discuss... The question, is this Shohei Otani elbow injury catastrophic for baseball as these reports go? So I've got Frenchie, iPhone, and dartboard. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make cadaver ligaments, which is what may be put into Shohei Otani's arm. Uh, so, hey, oh. listen, listen, it is a, it's a bummer. That's bad news bears that Shohei Otani got hurt. I'm not here to say that this is not a, a not something that is negative. But that being said, I, I don't have this as a Greek tragedy. I don't. The over-the-top reporting, the breathless reporting where it was like a urinating contest, and people say, like, oh, no, I'm more offended than you. I'm more bothered by this. I'm more hurt by this. Uh, that kind of stuff just makes me want to puke. Now, I, I was told by a, a buddy of mine who's a sports writer that that second only to Bruce Springsteen among baseball writers is Shohei Otani. The love the baseball writers have, the scribes for Shohei Otani. And we enjoyed watching him uh, play when we did. We didn't watch every one of his games. But if you like watching ball, you liked watching the Showtime experience. However, can we interject a bucket of ice water right across the, the brow? So let, let, me, uh, let me use my, uh, my Frenchie. Ability here. I'll speak some French. C'est la vie uh, is the way I would uh, approach the Otani injury. Uh, That's life. Uh, Humans are delicate creatures. Otani's body clearly was not built for the long haul. His arm was not. And he already had Tommy John surgery once. Now he's back at it again. So there's there's a glitch in his thingamajig. And there's a malfunction. It happens. He's not going to be dining at the soup kitchen. And Shohei will... He'll be okay. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be fine. Uh, is there a path for Otani to get the record-breaking deal, the dealio? Uh, yes, but it is complicated, right? It's complicated, as most things are. Otani needs to find the Slim Reaper plan. Because remember a couple years ago in the NBA, Kevin Durant had a horrific injury for the Golden State Warriors. He became a free agent and skedaddled to Brooklyn. And the Nets paid him the full amount. I think it was 40 or $45 million, something along those lines, while he rehabbed his injury, not playing for the Nets. So is it conceivable that Shohei can get a deep-pocketed sugar daddy type team to just pay him and gamble that he will be able to pitch again as an effective major league pitcher. Others have said Otani's going to have to come back as a pitcher, but a relief pitcher. Not sure how that would work. They have the Otani rule, but 
far as I know, the Otani rule only applies if you start the game, uh, not if you come in late in the game. Let's say you pitch the eighth inning and uh, and you want to go and then go back and hit. I don't know that that rule would apply. But the failure rate, here's the other issue, and there's no way around this. It, teams always look at comps. It's like insurance. Insurance companies look at comps. It's like life insurance. Uh, you're betting that you're, uh, you're going to live uh, a long time. You're hoping you're going to live a long time. The insurance company also is hoping you're going to live a long time. Uh, otherwise, they don't give you the great life insurance, right? Because they, they, if they think you're going to drop dead the next day, then that would be a bad business model. So everyone's like, well, I'm going to live a long time. But just in case, just in case. And the older you get, the, you know, the worse it goes. But the, the failure rate is overwhelming for players who have had to go undergo Tommy John surgery twice in a five-year span. It is bad, bad, bad is what it is. So, But that's what has happened. That doesn't guarantee it's going to happen again. But there is no beacon of hope on the horizon that you can look to and say, well, you're going to be like this guy because this guy came back and was just as good or better. There is not that guy. Now, page two here. Let's go to Atlanta, where the top team in baseball resides, and also a former, briefly, Atlanta pitcher, journeyman MLB pitcher, Jerry Blevins. Good old Jerry Blevins. Now, he recently took a cheap shot at the Braves' Marcel Ozuna, and he was commenting on the many legal issues that Marcel Ozuna has had. Blevins posting on the socials that, Marcelo Ozuna makes the Atlanta Braves impossible to root for. That Marcel uh, makes a very fun Atlanta Brave team near impossible to root for. That was the actual quote from Blevins, former big league relief pitcher. Now, Ozuna has uh, a checkered, a checkered uh, resume. Uh, some would say he's more like a football player with his resume than a baseball player, but he, he's been charged with domestic violence. That was recorded, some of that on camera in 2021, and then was later withdrawn and was also arrested and charged with DUI in August of last year. So you've got Blevins, the former pitcher, saying you can't root for the Braves, almost impossible to root for, and then you've got other people in the media who are also saying, you know, you're, you're on to something. Here's the question. Do Atlanta fans care about Marcelo Zuna's shady history? And the answer, and you know what the answer is, it's a bit of a rhetorical question, uh, and I'm shaking my head, no, of course they don't care. But it's, it's always been that way, and as far as I'm concerned, it will always be that way. In my life, it's always been this way. I don't see why it's going to change. It's the same old song and dance. It's hitting the iPhone repeat function when you're listening to music. The, uh, a player can be uh, the biggest scumbag out there, a social deviant, but as long as that player is wearing your laundry, we're good. Uh, that is how it's always been. I don't see that change. 98, maybe 99% of fans are just kind of, hey, whatever. You know, you're worried about your own life. I get it. You're not, Just tune in for some games, get, get a little relief there. In theory, if they're not shoving some kind of woke crap down your throat, you're just trying to enjoy, enjoy a ball game. That's it. Uh, and, and then if you happen to have a creeper on your team, you downplay and you move on. Great example of this, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Brown fan base tore apart Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers all those years uh, and just goofed on him. 
So then they acquired a guy who's, uh, you know, the creepy quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who had his own petting zoo uh, that he was running there. Uh, and uh, they love him. You know, there's no, no real pushback. But as far as the media backlash with Marcelo Zuna, it has not spilled over to the fan base. The Braves have the top team record-wise in baseball. And it's, it's like in politics and sports, it's the same thing. The great quote from Donald Trump when he was running for president the first time where he said he could have stood on the middle of Fifth Avenue there and shot somebody and he wouldn't lose any voters. Well, Marcelo, Marcelo Zuna is a, he's a bit of a tool bag, but he hits a lot of home runs. And as long as he's wearing the Atlanta Braves hat, then uh, he's protected. We're good. All right, last word here. So let's go to Washington, D.C. What do you say? And what is the lesson from the news that Steven Strasburg's career is now over? He hadn't really pitched much in years, and he is retiring via injury. So the lesson on my big board, not your big board, my big board, the lesson is projections are the devil's playground. Projections are like uh, tuchuses. Everyone has them, and they all stink, right? He has a version of the quote we're not allowed to say. But, but it's flawed science. It's always been flawed science. It will always be flawed science. And uh, you get the dartboard out, and you have a couple of red breast drinks like Paul in Rhode Island there, and you blindfold yourself, and then you start throwing darts at the dartboard. Because ultimately, nobody knows anything. There are many unforeseen variables, like having a career-altering injury and not being able to pitch for the last three years of your career. Strasburg's career overall was a success, but it wasn't an all-time great career. He was effective, but he did not come close to touching the rarefied air of the Goldilocks zone. He briefly touched it, but he didn't stay there very long. He was the first overall pick in 09, and he had a good ERA, pitched in 247 games, I believe it was. Didn't win a Cy Young Award. His career crumbled right after the 2019 World Series, where he happened to be the MVP. He only started seven more games after that, but Strasburg did get the, not the Goldilocks zone, but he got the golden parachute. 196 million and counting plus endorsements he's also fully vested in the major league baseball pension plan so he's got that not that he needs it and he's 35 years old and he never has to work again he never has to work again and he'll live the life of riley and he can decide do i want to go out today and play golf Maybe I'll uh, go out and play pickleball, but I'd be a loser if I did that. So why would I do that? I I don't know. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No dice! Not yet anyway, no dice. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, hand in hand. As we know, there are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's the Ben Maller Show, unless there's not. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, on the vast and heart-stoppingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the deli as we serve up knuckle sandwiches all night long. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour, coming from the Hoosier State, we continue our in-depth, around-the-clock team coverage. Breathless team coverage. We're all biting our fingernails in anticipation. Where is Jonathan Taylor going to play football O-M-G. Now, has he been traded? No. Have you been following the story? Probably not. But we have learned that the Colts have been given a formal offer for a trade from the Dolphins, and Indianapolis rejected the initial trade proposal from the Miami football team for running back Jonathan Taylor. Reporting indicates that Miami is going to go back to the drawing board and re-engage the Colts in a trade negotiation for Taylor. The 
Denver Broncos and the Chicago Bears are allegedly also doing the mating dance right now. And I'm sure there's some mystery teams in there as well that we'll hear about in the coming days when NFL beat writers and insiders need clickbait. They'll throw a different team out there like the Eagles or the Rams or whoever. But the Colts are said to be hell-bent on getting a first-round pick or something comparable in value in return for Taylor. So uh, we, we do know that there's a deadline of Tuesday. That's when rosters have to be under the 53-man threshold for the regular season. If not, the NFL will send you to the gulag, and that's also the deadline the Colts have given for Taylor to find a, what they call a suitable trade agreement. Because not only does he have to get the Colts to sign off on it, he has to get the riches of Solomon direct deposit into his bank account from whatever team he goes to. So let us discuss the question. Why did the Colts reject the Jonathan Taylor trade offer from the Dolphins? My observations. I've got Artisan, The Walk, and Cypress Hill. And we will combine all of these things together and we are going to make a soft pretzel, which is an amazing treat with a little cheese, a little, little, little side dish of cheese on the side. Yummy! Yeah, that's good. Man, is that serves a lot of good purposes. A lot of good purposes. So, number one! Number one! The obvious answer, Indianapolis rejected the Jonathan Taylor initial trade offer because they've got leverage. They've got leverage. People work better on deadlines, so you move the clock. It's like that classic scene, the Hollywood trope of the sticks of dynamite, bomb, the clock on it, counting down, all the way down, five, four, three, two, one. And then, kaboom, if a trade doesn't happen. But Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor here, would be committing financial suicide if he sat out. So he's going to play at some point. He's got to play. But Indianapolis does control whether or not they trade him. And they have to at least present a tough guy approach. Hardball. Jim Ursay. I'm going to give him credit on this. Jim Ursay was wise. I don't even know what the Dolphins offered. It's not really important. It doesn't matter. Even if the Dolphins offered a first-round draft pick, you turn the trade down. Here's why. You have to be the artisan. And Jim Irsay is the artisan. The art of the deal. You're the artisan. Accepting the first offer in any negotiations, whether you're selling a house, a car, you're uh, trading uh, an athlete in a sports transaction, you do not not accept the first offer by any means, right? Until you have fully explored what else is available. Because... You might be able to find a bigger sucker out there and you'd be leaving something on the table. If you receive a strong offer early on, wouldn't that be a dead giveaway that what you are looking to unload has value and it is possible there could be more potential buyers that will be willing to pay a higher price? I think that's kind of obvious. But by not waiting for the additional offers, if you had done that, you inadvertently underprice the value of Jonathan Taylor. Now, it's it's a free country. You can slam the door in the face of certain teams if you want, or you could, you can make the trade. But I, I think the Colts are right in this, and you have to be a picky eater. 
I was a picky eater. I still am a picky eater. I've been told I have a diet of a nine-year-old, but I, I like what I like, and you let your taste buds guide you. Now, speaking of unhappy running backs, let's go to Sin City on page two here. That's up next. Josh Jacobs continues to be stuck in a holding pattern. He is treading water right now. Just la, 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 la. Suspended animation, unhappy, grumbling, sitting out, not a holdout. He just hasn't signed the franchise tag. He's twiddling his thumbs as we speak. Now, the general manager, Dave Ziegler, who I was told by somebody, listens to sports talk radio, so I guess we have to like him. He's an old Patriot guy. But he said, nothing new will just keep pushing forward. And my response, I will now quote the burner account, who's now a truck driver, so you have to say 10-4, good buddy. Uh, what happens next with Josh Jacobs and the Raiders? That is the question here. What happens next with Josh Jacobs and the Raiders? So, looking into my crystal ball, as a distant relative of Nostradamus and friend of Nostradinus, the answer, the walk. He takes the walk. The walk of shame. The walk of shame. He will then attempt to sing Kumbaya and roast marshmallows and make graham crackers around the fire, but he will do the walk of shame. He will have to go back to the Raider facility, tail tucked between his legs. There's nothing else to do. The Raiders have refused teams that have tried to get him in a trade. They're not trading, supposedly. Maybe they'll change their opinion, but at this point, from what we've heard, they're not going to do that. So they're not going to trade him. And here's the other thing that's kind of odd, and, and maybe I'm naive on this, but to me, Josh Jacobs can walk back to the Raiders and have a smile on his face because it's a, it's a great mitzvah. And if you want to change the narrative, Las Vegas placed the 10.1 million dollar franchise tag onto Jacobs. So he has to sign on the dotted line or docu sign, but he gets an extra two million. An extra $2 million. Remember, because the Raiders did not pick up the fifth-year option on that rookie contract because they thought this guy was a turd. And then he went out and had a great year running the ball for the Raiders. And so now they like we had to keep him, so they tagged him. But if he had been given the fifth-year option, he would have made around $8 million. So he ends up getting, I know there's trouble in paradise, but he ends up getting an extra over $2 million. Roughly. All right, final point. I must address something we talked about in a previous hour of the show. Now, I don't watch much of exhibition football. I don't. Uh, very busy, as you know. I mean, when you hold down the overnight franchise at Fox Sports Radio when 98% of people are sleeping, this is a very important shift, much more important than those daytime shifts. So I, I don't have time for this, but I did happen to flip over and uh, see uh, a very little amount, a small amount, small amount, King's English, small amount, of the Colts and Eagles game. And then I went and watched some baseball. But what I saw of Anthony Richardson was what I expected. But yet, I look at these reports and the headlines here that this is a guy on the verge of superstardom, that he's inspired optimism among the electorate in Indianapolis heading into his rookie season, and that's why they drafted him. I've seen those kind of comments. And so in that little cartoon bubble on top of my head, I'm like, 
like, what are we doing here? Right? I, seriously, what are we doing? Now, the Horseshoes won the game against Eagle backups, 27-13. Congratulations. It will likely be the last one they get anytime soon. But let's address it. I've already revealed my hand, but is the indie excitement level, at least the perceived, the perception of excitement for Anthony Richardson in the NFL media justified? And I am shaking my head no. The amount of media coverage that I have seen from a number of media jockeys is redonkulous. It is a Cypress Hill song, insane to the membrane. The, the pundits are working so hard to inflate the tires. It's like if you've ever been in the, in the old days, I guess they still have these things, the, uh, the monster car battle royales that they have sometimes on the weekends in the summer that go around and destroy cars. and they'd be monster. It's like one of those. They, the, the tires are the size of that, the monster truck tire for, for Richardson. These deranged dopes foaming at the mouth that Richardson is not only a quarterback, he's going to be amazing. And I I look at Richardson right now and I say, well, I only judge you by what you are right now. And not only are you a quarterback, you were terrible. And I, I didn't watch that much of the game. When I watched, I saw incomplete passes. And I guess that's right because he attempted 17 passes. 11 of them were incomplete. Got away with a couple of plays that should have been, could have been interceptions or turnovers. And had 78 yards passing. He completed 35% of his passes for less than five yards per pass. And yet, if you look at the stories, this guy's about to move mountains. Which proves either nobody watches the game or they don't care about what happens in the game. They've, They've made their mind up prior to the game that this guy's the cat's meow and that's it. And so if he goes out and has a passer rating of 50, I don't give a crap. I'm still going to give him a shoulder massage and all that. And, and I even saw at one point, I didn't see this live, but then uh, I saw a clip that was bouncing around that Anthony Richardson flapped his arms to mock the Eagle fans, fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly, as the late, great Philly Rob. On this show, I used to sing, and uh, and that that routine, yeah. See that routine, the, the it's kind of you know. I have no problem engaging hostilities towards a fan base. I love it, but in a practice game, not a real game, not a real game. We in here talking about practice. You're going to take vengeance out on the Eagle fans who you're going against the backups for Philadelphia in an exhibition game, and you're uh, what are you doing? Are you that obtuse? It's not even a real game. So I look at Anthony Richardson and I say, guys like this who are underdeveloped generally do not blossom. For every one that does make it, there's 50 that don't. He's a half-baked steak. Now, if he turns out to be a great quarterback someday, that's fine. But right now, he's raw, and it's all about the good lighting, the camera angles, and all the special effects to make him look better than he is. And Richardson is going to be tossed into an absolute wood chipper. It is going to be so ugly for the Colts. It's going to be like, should they play Richardson? He's not ready. Put Gardner Minshew in there. He's got to learn on the bench. Give him the clipboard. And so that's going to be the way it goes. And I'm never wrong about these things. Never wrong. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And Chris Collinsworth did an interview the other day talking about uh, the Cowboys and their America's team title. He said... It doesn't matter what the Cowboys' record is. If NBC had their choice, they'd do 17 Dallas Cowboys games. Is he right? Yeah, and so, same with Fox, NBC, CBS. 
The Dallas Cowboys are the gold standard. Every network fights for Cowboy games. Fox is number one in the ratings every year because they get the most Cowboy games. The Dallas Cowboys. It doesn't matter if they blow or not. People watch the Cowboys in record numbers, so he's absolutely right. Next. Caleb Williams says he hasn't decided whether or not he will return uh, whether or not he'll enter the 2024 NFL draft, he said it'll be a in-the-moment decision at the end of the year if he'll return to USC. Ben, why even say this when there's almost no chance he comes back for his senior year? Well, there is a chance because of NIL money, you're getting paid, and uh, the word on the street is he doesn't want to play for the Arizona Cardinals. So if they get the number one pick, he can say, go pound sand, I ain't going to Arizona, which is a douchebag move, but he can do it. So it's, it's really about manipulating the draft is what it's about, and so that's the leverage he has. I don't like it, but we've seen Eli Manning and other people do it. Next, Peyton Manning did it, by the way. Going back to Tennessee. Next. Jets rookie wide receiver Jerome Cap went viral for his impersonation of Eminem during the team talent show featured on Hard Knocks. Yeah. Uh, if FSR did a company talent show, what would your act be, Ben? So I would do impersonations. I would impersonate a Buddhist monk. I would get on stage. I would sit and say nothing. And that's what I would do. And I would win, by the way. You failed this edition. Just like I won this. I just won this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. (laughs) Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. These are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners like yourself. We thank you guys. have been great. And we don't even really ask that much to send jokes, but people do. If you want to send jokes in, we've got a good group of joke writers, but you can join the fun. Email me, benmallershow at gmail.com. Put jokes in the headline. Weedman, are you there, Weedman? Yeah, I love you, Ben. And say hello to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. She's not talking. Hey, hey, Weed Man, big news here, Weed Man. This guy in Minnesota. How many years have you been begging for money, Weed Man? A long time. I have yeah, no yeah. money. I might yeah, get yeah. thrown out of this guy, this guy in Minnesota wants to send money to listeners. Weed Man, hippie, achievement. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I was expecting more of a reaction. Anyway, here we thousands go. Thousands of dollars, Weed Man. He said yeah, thousands, thousands of dollars. Of dollars. Norman. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lizzo. Oh, I, re- I really did not uh, live up to the hype. No, no. Uh, Lizzo wants to become the first female president, Eddie. Is that right? Yeah. Fat chance of that <laughs> happening, right? Fat chance. Hey, Weedman, you laughed before I gave the punchline. That's Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. How does Lizzo know when and where she started to become fat? Uh, I don't know. How does she know? It is printed on her girth certificate, Eddie. Is, uh, <laughs> That's good. That's That's ha- funny. Haas, Haas in Denver sent that one in. Uh, he says, we have good momentum on the show, so screw him. Uh, because of her size, what do they send when Lizzo calls for a ride? Uh, I don't dump truck. I don't know. No, no. Forklift, Eddie. That's Surfer Todd, the comedian, <laughs> who sent that one in. Yeah. Uh, did you hear the the news that Lizzo caught the flesh eating bacteria? Bad news. No, I didn't hear that. Wow. Yeah, the, good, the good news is Lizzo survived because all the bacteria died from exhaustion. So there's, uh, there's <laughs> that's uh, Noah in Austin sent that one in. Uh, what do you get when you throw Lizzo into the Mediterranean? Uh, big splash. No, Eddie. Just wait. 
and see is all you get, Eddie. Wait and see. That's a Haas, Haas in Denver. Uh, what is our what is our best chance to capture aliens? Uh, I don't know. What is it? If they try to abduct Lizzo and their UFO can't take off again, we got him, Eddie. That's a chip <laughs> from Maine. <laughs> Any jokes over there, Koopaloop? I can't read either, either of these. Okay. I got I a joke, guess. Ben. Go ahead, Iowa Sam. It's my joke. I made, came up with it. Oh, boy. Uh, you were talking about those uh, discount big box stores earlier. Yeah. Uh, what do you call a bunch of kids uh, fighting with styrofoam swords and homemade shields uh, inside one of those uh, big box stores? I don't know. Uh, cost play. <laughs> oh, boy. Awful. Oh, I got a lot of laughs. Hey, a weed a man's joke. big news. Weed man's insurance did not cover his colonoscopy, uh, Eddie. Did oh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I'm not getting any colonoscopy. It, it, yeah. it totally cleaned him out, Eddie. It totally cleaned him out. That's uh, Steve in Tampa. What, what does weed man have in common with a baby? Uh, I don't know what. No teeth and smells like a full diaper. Uh, that's Tony in the Bay Area. <laughs> I still don't have my teeth. I know. Did I know. you hear Weed Man Hippie was fired uh, from Lizzo's dance team? No. Yeah, in the same week, he couldn't find his teeth or his banana. So it was a big problem. That's a Gordon. He doesn't get that job, I guarantee you. Gordon in Tacoma. Why does Weed Man keep entering the tire rack contest? <laughs> Why? He's hoping to win the quarter. <laughs> That's a chip from Maine. Very funny. Uh, why did Weed Man finally buy some tooth whitening gel? I don't know. Why would he do such a thing? Well, good news. They just found his teeth in the septic tank, Eddie. So that's uh, Surfer Todd, the comedian. What is Weed Man's favorite drink? I don't know. What is it? He's a big fan of poverty. He loves that. Uh, it all, all right. uh, did you know that Wander Franco goes on dates five days oh. a week? No, I didn't know that. Well, the kids call it recess, Eddie, but uh, that's uh, Hillbilly Mike. He set that one in. Uh, Wander Franco is con- uh, constantly changing positions, apparently, uh, in the oh. bedroom there. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh. But they're really just minor adjustments is all they are. So it's, uh, that's it. That's uh, Hillbilly Mike again. <laughs> Who is Wander Franco's favorite Disney character? <laughs> Anyone that attracts children? Uh, Geppetto. Uh, that's uh, from uh, Haas in Denver. And, uh, what, is the, what is the first thing Major League Baseball investigators said to Wander Franco? I don't know what. Don't go anywhere. Have a cookie. Uh, that's a chip in Maine. We sent that one in. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. What's the difference between Taylor Swift and brainless sheep? Oh, I don't know. Taylor Swift will not be watching next year's Super Bowl, Eddie. Uh, no, definitely will not. Uh, uh, Angry Bill was caught making out in an elevator. Ugh. Yeah, it was wrong on many levels, Eddie. Many levels it was wrong. That's a J. We set that one in. It's Big Ben's uh, lame jokes of the week. Uh, let's see here. What is Poppy's secret formula for winning parlays? Uh, I don't know. What is it? 
No one knows because it has never happened. Yeah. It has never happened. There it is. That's yeah. Ethan Rosa of Minnesota. Thank you, Weed Man. Big Ben's Lamp Show. Good jokes this week. week. Good jokes this week. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hooray for Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Very good job. Entertainment starts right now. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday for Food Bank. Okay. Wonderful. Hallelujah. All righty. Thank you, uh, Marcel. Thank you, Ben. Uh, we're going to start off with me coughing off the mic. Um, <laughs> I want to compliment you, Coop. I want to start with a compliment, Coop. I have watched the first two episodes of Telemarketers. I oh, loved it. Yes. Good job by you. Good show. <laughs> yeah. I recommend it. It's on HBO. Solid. They did a good job. Wild story. This is uh, Patrick J. Pappas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm here for the Brotherhood of Police of New Jersey. And we would like. Oh, that guy uh, is wild! What a uh, what a bunch of dopes! Uh. Yes, uh, that's uh, if you if you haven't heard the previous installments of Coop Scoop on Entertainment, it's a, a three part documentary series on HBO called Telemarketers, and the final episode airs this Sunday. Great stuff! Nice. I'll, but I'll uh, we're going to start out. off with some entertainment news. Uh, some some sad entertainment news. Uh, lots of us uh, sci fi. Nerd fans, we're looking forward to Dune 2 coming out in November. And it was announced today that they are delaying the release of the Dune sequel. Well, it's hard to make that, Boo. isn't that cool? Well, it's, it's already made. It's, yeah, it's, it's already, already done. It's already in the can. Oh, but, it's, but you can't do the promotion. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, the problem. Yes. Promote it. Boo, boo. Yes. I don't want to wait. Boo. Are they ever going to end this stupid uh, work stuff? Right? thing? It's uh, gone I'm longer going than the last one. And I'm yeah. curious. Like I'm, like, I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out because I don't like, does this mean more money for me once they, mm. once they figure it out? I don't know. Oh, that's right. Because you get checks. The, uh, the checks there. Yeah. Checks yeah. Mix? yeah, and Liar Liar is on Netflix right now, and I don't see anything for that. So, oh, yeah. Get out yeah, there yeah, on the picket true. line, Coop. I Come know I on. should, right? Join yeah. your people, Coop. Come on. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so that is now going to uh, tentatively. He's a liar. <laughs> uh, should be March. Um, uh, that's what they're hoping for now. March 2024 for Dune 2. And push it back. Push it back now. That's right. Uh, <laughs> coming out this weekend in theaters, though. No need to promote this because it's not going to do that well anyway. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, Gran Turismo, uh, based on a true story. That is in, in the title of the movie. Gran Turismo, based on a true story. Um Video also, games. Yeah, also yeah, PlayStation. Based, I played that on PlayStation. Man. Yes, I did. I so did I. That was one of Fun the great game. PlayStation yeah. games. Uh, but this one's got a pretty star-studded cast. Uh, it's got David Harbour from uh, Stranger Things. It's got Orlando Bloom. It's got Jerry Hollowell, who you may know as Ginger Spice yeah. from the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was a Spice Girl back in the day. I was. Wow. <laughs> we could only cut that up, Sam. We, we don't use drops anymore. Up. I can say whatever Damn the it. F I wanted. Damn there's it. no more drops. Uh, everyone's given up on drops. Which which spice were you? Uh, I was. Uh, which one was the? Was it sassy? Which one was the? Uh, Pudgy spice. No, I was sporty. Was <laughs> sporty. No, I wasn't sporty. I was definitely not sporty. What was the? Uh, uh, I forget. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, and it's also directed by uh, Neil Blomkamp. who uh, directed uh, District. Oh 9. wow, that's interesting. Okay, I know, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm going to check this out just to, you know, it's got, it's got okay reviews. We'll see how it is. Uh, so that's in theaters this weekend. And then, um, 
last but not least, since somebody just asked about this on yesterday's show during Ask Ben, they asked us what our favorite Adam Sandler movie was. Well, the next Netflix Adam Sandler movie is out today, available right now. And normally these Netflix, you know, original Adam Sandler movies get terrible (laughs) reviews. Uh, But this one's actually getting... This one's actually getting uh, pretty good reviews. Uh, it's called "You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah." Oh, is that right? <laughs> yes, um, and it stars Adam oh, Sandler and his real life family, uh, including his wife Jackie Sandler and daughters Sadie and Sonny Sandler. And yeah. uh, it is a coming of age movie, and Luis Guzman and Adina Menzel also star in this movie. And that is Coop Scoop Entertainment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.